Welcome back, everybody, to Tips in 10 with the Russ and Randy podcast. My name is Russell Faust. I'm here with my partner, Dr. Randall Wong. We're here to provide practical tips in fewer than 10 minutes to help you brand and market your medical practice or hospital. And I'm excited about this episode because we've talked about video a couple times now and the value of video to build your brand and market your practice. But I think my partner here, Randy, hey, Russ. has a great model for this benefit. And I want to interview him and find out how he uses video, what the value is to his practice. So, hey, Randy. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. I know some of the details already, but I want to kind of walk you through this because you've got just a fantastic model for how a clinician can use and benefit from video. So when, when did you start using video for your practice, for your professional practice, and what kinds of videos do you use? Right now, I have approximately... 65 to 70 videos on my YouTube channel. And every video that I produce goes to my YouTube channel. I may take that and embed that and embed them in a blog post, but basically my entire library of videos to date is about 65 to 75 videos. And we should be clear, you're what kind of clinician? I'm a I'm an ophthalmologist, I'm a retina specialist. So I I do retina operations and I take the opportunity to record many of my surgeries and then I'll edit them and then I'll upload them on YouTube. Describe how you do that. I mean, basically they're recorded through a microscope, right? These are done through a microscope. And I have to admit that makes my life a lot easier because what I do is I connect an S video feed or a digital feed from the microscope to a recording device. And in this case, I record on my laptop. Very cool. But because I do use a microscope, I take advantage of the uh, digital feed that's there. I plug it into my computer and I edit the raw video on ScreenFlow, as we talked before, uh, at, when I get home. And when I'm happy with it, I'll go ahead and post it. And I would emphasize when I'm happy with it versus when the video is perfect. No such thing. We'll go ahead and edit it. And over the years, by regularly posting, I've, I've amassed quite a few subscribers. Uh, but more importantly, uh, the number of views has really started to escalate over the last year and a half to two years. And, and you're being modest. Let's tell our listeners how many views you have to date. All right. So I'm hovering right around 750,000 views of my 65 to 75 videos. Three quarters of a million views. Yes. And, and let, let me back up because our, our listeners are going to want to know, what is it that you do with these videos to, quote, edit them before you put them up on YouTube? Let's walk through this. All right. Let's say I've got an unedited video that is 30 minutes long. My goal is to edit it down to about 10 minutes because I personally feel that a person watching video probably has ADD like I do and doesn't want to wade through 30 minutes. I will edit the video to interesting surgical procedures. Highlights. Highlights. Then I will narrate it. And my intent is to put these videos on for patients. So I am talking to, at the level of maybe an eighth grader, but I am talking to patients. I am not talking to my colleagues. I am not talking to other MDs. Yeah. And yet I suspect that you get some professional recognition for these being available online. Uh, as a matter of fact, I actually get a lot of recognition from other professionals, uh, usually international, at least in the field of retina, don't have access to the equipment or the training that we have in the United States. Uh, so I get a lot of people uh, interested in learning the techniques. So that in the United States, that happens to be residents internationally. It's are living in countries that can afford digital or Wi-Fi and can afford the instrumentation, but 
because of their country's infrastructure, they don't have the reps to come out and show them how to use every nuance of the fancy machines they've bought. So believe it or not, they're forced to watch vitrectomies on YouTube and, and learn some techniques. But overwhelmingly, most of the people that watch my videos are lay people, are potential patients. And uh, that has been really rewarding. And so my whole goal as I'm editing video is, will the patient enjoy this? Number two, my dialogue, the narration is intended to be speaking or directed at patients. And number three, I think in almost all my surgical videos, I add background music. And while I get comments from viewers that find background music is distracting, I put it in there to just kind of show, hey, this is kind of laid back. This is not your stodgy old academic professor. I'm Randy Wong, and it helps with my voice. It helps brand me. And I've, I've found over the years that it's very engaging to, to viewers. And I often, often get patients who show up in my office ready to have surgery, having watched many of my videos. And I am overwhelmed how powerful a tool uh, video can be. Let me just jump in here. I just want to emphasize what Randy just said. This is an order of magnitude above what you get out of your blog posts, out of your educational articles. Now, what you get out of that is patients come to your clinic having read your article, getting a sense of your personality a little bit, getting a sense of, you know, what they can expect in terms of your diagnostics and therapeutic approaches. But when you have video, they hear your voice and they begin to develop a relationship with you before they even arrive in clinic. What Randy just said holds true in my experience as well. When you have a video and patients can either watch you as a talking head on the video or listen to your voice, get a sense of your competence as a professional, when they arrive in clinic, they're ready for the next step. You save so much time. An educated patient and a patient that arrives on the same page as you, knows your approach, will save you time. It you know, I hate to say this, it goes directly to the bottom line. It streamlines your clinic flow. It streamlines your practice. This is an enormous benefit. There is nothing more rewarding than when I see a new patient in the waiting room and they'll look up and they will smile or wave. I can tell they're new because they're still filling out forms or I don't recognize them. But they already know you. Right. And more times than not, they've either, they've been watching or following uh, on YouTube. And I often ask patients, you know, what, is, what was the compelling factor that got you to, to come in and make an appointment? And as Russ said, it's usually not my website. I think the website is a good place to start. People can get an idea of who you are uh, by the style in which you write. The patients that come in, they absolutely put a lot of importance to hearing my voice because the feeling is that they can tell a lot of my personality in the way I present myself. And that brings up another point that most doctors or most health, health professionals feel that a video has to be a professional production. And if you choose that route, number one, it's going to be more expensive. Number two, it's going to be more advertising than marketing, but you're going to depersonalize it. And that is probably what Russ and I are saying, a huge mistake because you are not the doctor for every patient out there. And you really want in your marketing approach to find those patients which are relevant to you or to whom you are relevant as well. Those patients that connect to you personally and the advantage here, the benefit in it. We've talked about this before. I've written a lot about this. I, I give workshops on this point. Your brand is you and your personality in addition to your professional competence. Make that visible. Make that part of your story, part of your brand, and you will self-select 
patients that will connect with you. You'll have a more profound connection. It's your brand. You will save time. You will save hassle. You will save phone calls. There are so many benefits on so many levels. Russ, let me, let me get one more point in here before we say goodbye. Of all the videos that I have, it generates comments. And what I am very compulsive about is answering all the comments and questions that I get on YouTube. Always. That's a sign to the next follower or reader or, or listener that this is an active channel that Randy Wong is monitoring. And it's going to invite them or compel them to ask questions as well. So it's not just throwing the videos out there. Yeah, it's a little bit of work, but this is under the heading of how do you make this stuff engaging so patients want to come and see Randy Wong? And we haven't mentioned the SEO benefit, the SEO value of this, but that connection to your website. I mean, obviously, YouTube is the second largest search engine on the planet. It is also owned by Google, and it will help drive traffic to your website and drive patients to your clinic. In, in that, there's, there's something I've learned as my, view, my views have exponentially risen. Because my channel is so powerful and because I get so many views, uh, YouTube is likely to present my videos over a retina specialist who only has a thousand views. It is more likely my views are going to be recommended to viewers looking at related topics. So just from that aspect, my videos connected to my website are going to be exposed to many more people compared to a, another retina specialist who has a YouTube channel that isn't quite as popular. Yeah, it's kind of circular. The better you get, the more views you get, the more views you get. So I'm hopeful to approach a million or break a million probably at this rate within the next three or four months. So that'll be exciting. Very impressive. So hopefully our, our listeners get a sense of the value of video. It's an option. And through our few episodes on videos, they'll have the tools and we'll consider to, to do this. Um, one last question. Yeah. You're a specialty surgeon. Do you think this has value potentially for other clinicians? I mean, I don't want our listeners to, to get the sense that, well, I'm not a surgeon. This isn't for me. It doesn't have to be surgical videos. It has just getting a video out there where you can share an element of your personality, whether it's a PowerPoint presentation uh, or directions to your office or just an educational video. Anything that you feel comfortable, feel comfortable with and producing on YouTube, go for it. Yep. Your voice and your video is compelling. Once again, thanks so much for coming by and uh, sharing a few minutes with us. Please listen, share, download, and rate us on Libsyn. Stitcher, iTunes, and ReachMD. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We love it when physicians and others who deliver great healthcare make the effort to reach their patients and their future patients. Providing accurate health information online is a value you provide for your patients. We're here to help get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review on iTunes, on ReachMD, on Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars, of course. And visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there. And until then, keep chilling. Keep chilling.